What an interesting time it continues to be. On a personal, professional, community, country, and global level, I believe we often find ourselves in the middle of some of the toughest humanitarian crises and issues, major world events that impact our overall emotional well-being, as well as the day-to-day stuff that doesn't stop for any of us. In times like these, we experience a deep sense of loss, hopelessness, frustration, fear, or any other host of emotions that come up. I believe we also long for the places that fill us with hope, gratitude, community, and support, the places that fill us with aliveness. If today is a day where the hard things and places are filling up more space for you, we see you. We acknowledge those hard places. If today is a day where the good things are filling up more space for you, we see you. We celebrate those places with you. All are life-giving, sacred places for us and can coexist. And for whatever you're going through, you may be experiencing a time that leads you to question what you value, what you need, and what you want, and in turn to consider what the people around us value, need, and want. Listening as a leader is often about understanding and allowing space for all these things to exist. The challenging part is managing to this complexity while also managing to your own emotions and workload. Work is one aspect of well-being, and it impacts all of the other places in our lives. And all the other places in our lives impact our well-being and also impact work. As a leader, you understand how this ultimately impacts your own experience, how it can inhibit productivity and performance in your teams, how it can contribute to communication challenges, and to everyone constantly managing in a sea of overwhelm with a big task list and feeling like you hold the responsibility to keep people inspired and engaged. When it feels particularly difficult, it can feel like the vision that you hold is far away and you're deep into the day-to-day activities. They can even start to feel like they're draining your energy and time. As decisions are being made from every level within a system, it often affects the emotional reality of that system, and it may affect it differently with each individual, team, and leadership team. So often we feel this happening, and we understand that our experience is shifting and changing with it. So even when it feels and seems like it's counterintuitive, taking a time out to understand objectively the overall emotional landscape is very helpful, both in terms of putting it into a perspective that you can hold and respond to, and also to understanding your own needs. The interconnectedness we experience within key relationships influences our experiences both inside and outside of work. At each level of the social system, including all our personal and professional relationships, and even beyond that, it influences our individual behaviors. So it's very common in organizations to focus heavily on individual performance and on the objective and measurable elements like productivity and goals as a way to move toward change. And based on your own experiences as a leader and how you might be seeing those performance and productivity challenges emerge and the ways you're feeling and responding to them, it's crucial to understand the emotional reality of your team and the organization. It is as important as the objective and measurable elements. We know the emotional reality is changing because things start to feel more challenging than usual, even really difficult. It seems our messages aren't getting across, people are losing momentum or feeling disengaged, and we're experiencing more frequent communication challenges, and people can't keep up with the workloads. And we feel responsible for everyone's well-being while we're also trying to meet expectations, hit goals, and bring the vision to life. Sustainable and transformational change is paying attention to the nuances that exist within an organization that are not tied only to those measurable outcomes and to that performance. 
motivations, dreams, myths, the things people are afraid to talk about and say. When you listen to these things, it enables openness to change. It helps you to understand both the individual and collective values and emotions and to experience authentic relationships. And this is powerful in sustaining change and in the overall well-being and performance. So when it feels like you're hitting some of these roadblocks, it's okay to create space in your calendar to take time to consider the changing emotional landscape in your own life, in your relationships, in your teams, and in your organization. Here are some questions that may be helpful as you consider. What are the predominant emotions present in the environment where you lead? What are the reasons for those emotions? Is your team stable in any sort of transition? Describe that in some detail. What strengths might be at play to help them remain stable or to help them through the transition? What's the atmosphere of the group and the organization you're leading? Think of a few words to describe the emotional tone or feeling of the environment. Have there been any recent events or decisions that are influencing the emotional landscape? How are you contributing to this? And very important, how are you? How is the environment affecting you? How are you affecting it? What do you think you need right now? What do you think your team needs right now? What is one small, meaningful action you can take today to respond to what you learned from taking stock of the emotional reality of your team? And I want to share this thought with you today as we close out the week and head into the weekend. Excerpts taken from Becoming a Resonant Leader. One person, no matter how talented or well-intentioned, cannot single-handedly create and sustain resonance in a team. One person or one pair or even one team cannot stand alone, cannot single-handedly change the emotional reality of an entire system. Sustainable change does not happen unless several levels of the system are touched and changed in a similar manner. Understanding this interdependence and complexity is key. Our team laughs together. We celebrate everything. We instill an equal sense of voice around the table, and we call each other out when we can see that someone's feeling something. We're sensitive to each other. This isn't to say that we don't have conflicts and issues. We do. But we're able to work through them when people really show up in this way. When I think of you, I'm so inspired by all the amazing work that you're doing in the world. I've come to know you through some beautiful offering or an exchange we've shared. And truly, it's a joy to serve you. So, I want to work on creating something just for you, completely free. I want you to have some ways to see the light breaking through, to see places of hope, to help you keep going, or to spark a new idea. To offer you some resources that you can use to nurture the relationship with yourself and others, customized specifically to what you most want and need right now. I believe in the power of the human spirit and in what we're capable of when we commit to creating something inspiring. So, I invite you to take the Lead and Live Intentionally assessment. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's here you can share your own desires on leading and living intentionally so that I can share free resources with you, customized especially for where you want to focus right now. I'm here to serve you as you take the next step after starting your personal vision or taking your personal strengths inventory. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.